Welcome to the Rebecca McCann Show, where we dive headfirst into the unfiltered reality of business, steering far away from the Instagram perfect facade. I'm your host, Rebecca McCann, and I'm thrilled you're here. So let's tear down the unpolished filters and unveil the real story of entrepreneurship, uncover the truths, struggles, and triumphs. Here, authenticity and real experience take centre stage. No BS, no fluff. Eight years ago, I took my first brand probe group from my mum's kitchen to the world's most prestigious retailers like Harvey Nichols and Bloomingdale's, and I repeated the success with Sleep London and more. So I'm not here to sell you a textbook version. I'm here to share the reality, the mistakes, the lessons, and to help you win. So get ready for real talk, actionable steps, and conversations that will leave you so fired up and ready to take your business to the next level. So hit the subscribe button and let's build your business one friendly chat at a time. Hey everyone, so welcome to today's episode and cheers, because when you hear the cheers, you know cheers. I have got my very good friend, Laura, aka Soul Swimming. It's our monthly episode. You guys love the last one, so of course we are bringing it back. But we are remote this time, so we're not together. But I'm at my kitchen drinking rouge. What about you, Laura? Same. I think it's a vibe. I think... The podcast, Real Talk and Rouge, is just a vibe and a movement. We should all do it in life. It's good for Absolutely. us all. <laughs> so I feel what I read the feedback. Even now, I still keep getting messages like, I really love the podcast with Laura. I felt like I was listening to my friends. And people really enjoyed it. And we really enjoyed it. So I love the fact that we've decided to do it like once a month. Same. And do you know what? I think it's really nice for people to hear a conversation that's just about like life but equally about like how you can kind of like focus on different elements of it like the work stuff the self-growth stuff the spiritual growth stuff it's like it's all like a nice conversation to like just be tuned into isn't it I think a hundred percent and it's the conversations we have anyway like I feel like I speak to you most days but then as we jumped yeah, on, we the on now we were like oh, what are we going to talk about today and you were like <laughs> let's just jump on and see where it goes <laughs> let's see where it Evolves because that's the thing you see when you get into like these kind of you know conversations, especially you and I. We put the world to rights. We could have like a good, no word of a lie, three four hours like just talking about everything. Yeah. You know everything about like stuff that not only is like important for us. Like I I always think when you think about anything to do with conversations about growth or conversations about feeling better or conversations about business. It's really, it's so inspiring when you hear it off somebody else as well, I think. Mm. So it's always a nice, like, kind of conversation to have, especially, like, if your listeners have, you know, really enjoyed it, which is so nice. Thank you so much for listeners to um, Bex's show. It really means a lot. And it's nice for you to be tuned into wanting, like, more conversations about real talk and, you know, the truth, the whole truth about having your own gigs or your own businesses, how you can up-level your mindset and feel better. You know, it's it's just I think the good conversations to have, especially like female like leaders, I think it's it's important to have these conversations. Yeah, I think what's interesting as well is how we're so different. So obviously I am like queen of consistency. And one thing I really yeah. always try and be, especially on my Instagram, is like super honest. And obviously podcasting is new to me, it's something I've just started doing. And I'm doing it alongside running two e-commerce global brands. And doing some other things as well. And my investments and mentoring. So it's a lot. And so this past week, I've been really sick, which we will touch on because 
I know you blame me wholeheartedly for pushing through um, and I didn't have a backup episode and I was like oh my god it's like that is the one thing it's taught me like I always need to keep backups in the drawer just to throw out like even if I didn't love the episode just as a backup but on that note I think it's quite interesting because I'm very much a push through irrespective of however busy or whether I feel sick but over the years I've really learned the importance of stopping and letting myself rest when I need to but then that being said, it's not always, able, I'm not able to always do that at certain parts of the year when I am really busy. Mm. And I think you yeah. come at it from a different angle. And sometimes I'm like, I need to be more Laura. But I find it really hard to just like go, no, <laughs> switch that laptop down, you know, just relax. No. The thing is with that though, I, you say that about me, I'm like, I need to be more Bex. So I feel that like both of us, we are different in our approach to like, you are the queen of consistency. All hail you, because I'm almost like, I need your consistent energy vibes in my life. But I feel that what you have to also think about is that let's just touch on this. Like, let's just touch on like when you're in your like your growth focus, like your feel good and growth era and you want to feel your best and be your best and up level. That is when you kind of like start to touch on that soulful growth, that spiritual growth. And yeah, these conversations, some people think they're really woo, but actually what these conversations are about is that how you can literally lean in to that soulful spiritual growth, which is listening to yourself, listening to how your body's feeling, listening to what ideas you're getting, what what kind of like inspired ideas are you getting when you're literally like, you know, home to self. And that is what spiritual growth is. We, we kind of almost like forget that we need to become the spiritual growth focused selves when mm. we are calmer and like relaxed. When we're all systems go and all like cylinders are all on like, bloody 127,000 you don't listen it's like the whisper within I know that sounds really cheesy I feel like that's like a, a Westlife song it's, 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 <laughs> it's the whisper within but like I feel that like that is what your intuition is like you know we need to look at the fact that our intuition our kind of place where we get all of our guidance and all those inspired ideas that literally is a voice that whispers where our ego mind or kind of logic mind like shouts. It's almost like it's constantly in this fight or flight mode of like trying to keep us safe. And when we learn to really rest and be quiet and lean in, lean in, like come home to self, that's when we hear that kind of whisper of like what our inspired ideas are. I don't know about you, but if I go on a walk and like literally go on a walk mm. with a dog, and just really feel present, truly present, truly in that moment. I have some of the most amazing ideas yeah, in business. I, said this before, I really do. My best ideas have come like when I've been just out walking or in the shower or driving in my car. Like I never get the great ideas when I'm at my desk. When I'm at my desk, it's very much I'm in that doing action mode. Whereas when I get my ideas, it's like when I've taken a switch off. Or like, and I know it's so many people the same as me. You take a holiday by day three, my mind is like buzzing with like different ideas and suddenly I can oversee like oh I see how I can overcome that problem in the business I just do x y and z but I couldn't see it when I was in that day today so I 100% agree but I do think it's really difficult when you have a business that demands you especially a lot of people listening to this are in that startup phase that new business phase if they get sick if they can't go in and do the business they don't have somebody else to pick up that slack so it's really mm. kind of a case of I guess managing it so you don't get to that burnout point where you can't go in to do it because it's like I think it's easy isn't it? it's easier said than done like that textbook version is like 
you know, you go to bed at 9 p.m. every night, and if you start to feel sick, you take a few days in bed. But, you know, the girl who drops her kid off at school and has to go and work all day from her, from her mm. little home office to make her business work, she doesn't have that luxury. I think it's hard. I think, mm. I think there is an answer. I think it's just hard. It's just the reality, isn't it? It is hard. And I, I feel that, like, these are the conversations of, like, what people need to know what it is, what it takes to start your business. You know, mm. it is hard. It's like people sometimes focus on the person that's been in business for eight to 10 years mm. and they're shining and they're thriving and they're doing amazing. But the startup stage, I say certainly for the first five years of having a business, you have to work so hard. Yeah. You have to when you're ill work. You have to keep going. You do have to put in so much graft and energy that it's that's what people I don't think talk about and they don't see. But you have to also, the best kind of version of yourself, like to make that business successful, needs to rest. It needs that yeah. kind of energy reset. Because if you don't have that, I mean, you, you obviously are very open about these conversations. And you've been through times in your life where you have literally just never stopped and you've just got ill and you've not felt well. And it's like, then it puts you back. Because when you get ill, yeah. it's almost like, like, I've had enough. It's too much. I'm too, you know, I'm overstressed and I need to rest. And then that kind of can cause problems then there forward. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're comparing your day one to somebody else's like, you know, year seven. And everyone does that. Yeah. I think when we have these conversations, I think one of the reasons people resonate so much with our podcasts or things I share online is that they realize they're not alone because no one Absolutely. really wants to sit on their Instagram and be like, like, I'll say it as it is, you know me very well personally, away from, like, you know, what I share online. You know, I'm probably launched probably nine years next this November, coming November the 26th this year will be nine years since I launched the business. And um, I can only say now is the Howdy, first girl. time. Cheers. Now is probably Cheers. the first time where I feel I'm on that safe run. I'm on the home run. And it's mm. taken nine years. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's only this week when I was last week when I was at Bailey in Manchester and I said to her, I think it's the first time I can ever actually say I'm really proud of what I've achieved. And externally, people have seen all the awards and all these great things happening. But internally, I've been in the building of the business. I've been in the, re the reality, not the glossy Instagram version. And mm. it's only now, and that's like nine years in. And so I think if yeah. people hear that more, they'll realise that they're not, like, they're not failing. It just isn't that people want to share. That's how long it's been taken. There's that quote. Oh God, I love a quote. It's my second quote I'm on already. I'm like, Woo! <laughs> love <laughs> quotes. And it says, like, it can take nine years, that one year that changes your life. And it's right. so true. Amen. It's not instant, is it? It's not instant. And this is the thing. It's like, when you really look at any business success, any business success... If anybody said it's been an overnight success or, you know, things can, things can really grow quick. That's not yeah. what we're not, that's not what we're saying here. Like things can grow really quick for you. But with that comes a different demand of you as a business person. Mm -hmm. It becomes, there's and more you're not ready. Of, you're not ready. Are you well, not you're not ready, ready to admit that at the time. Yeah. Yes. Because you're always like, like, oh my God, this is mega. But equally, you're then like, oh, my God, the trajectory's gone like this. I'm, like, kind of just here trying to go with that trajectory. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God, you're chasing it. You're chasing the Then goal. you make the mistake. And I feel, yeah, 
I feel like chasing growth of something can sometimes be a hell of a lot more complex than wanting fast growth of something. And, you know, it's, it's, that's what you've also got to be aware of. There's a lot of kind of like caveats to growth. And one of them is if you're chasing the growth of your product or service, then you're almost kind of trying to like, you know, you're on like a horseback with a horse like Okay, babe, where were you nine years ago in my life? Where were you nine years ago? I needed to I know, I'm like, oh, come back home, girl. Because this is what <laughs> you've just said. <laughs> it's so me because I started a business, we blew up really quickly. The company yeah. grew so fast in the first 18 months. And I didn't know what I was doing. I was doing the best of what I knew with the knowledge that I had at the time. So I'm not down mm. about it. And I'm like, yeah, I made some really, really great decisions and I did some really smart stuff. I also did some really stupid stuff and spent money on things I should have spent money on. But at the time of making those moments and them decisions, I really believed it was the right thing. But because the business grew so quick, I went from being this girl with a broken hairbrush in my apartment trying to start this business to dealing with global retailers, to dealing with this huge pressure. Mm. And actually, when you look back, I mean, I wouldn't change it if it's been my journey, but it would have been a lot smoother sailing and probably a lot of an easier, and at parts of the first seven years, more enjoyable process, had it have been slow and steady. And it's why I say mm. people now, like, do it in your own time, because if you want the overnight success and you want it super quick in five years, seven years, the pressure and the impact that's going to have on you and on your life is huge. And not, exactly. you know, yes, the great huge, but also the, you know, the hardship of it all. So it's like, if you do it slower, you may actually enjoy that journey a lot better and also be more equipped to deal with it as you go. You know that book, um, The Girl Who Owns Nip and Fab, I cannot say her surname. Her name's Maria, like a foreign surname. And she owns Nip and Fab. And she owns what's the main brand? I can't even Google my phone's there. Um, I don't. I I know I know Nip and Fab, but I don't know if she what other brand she's got. She owns the higher brand of it, and that was like her second brand she brought out when she launched a book years ago called The Overnight Success. And it's honestly, if anyone's listening to the podcast, I highly recommend. It's like probably get it off Amazon for like seven eight quid, and it's a really short book, so it's not like a big chunky read. And Rodial, Rodial Skincare. Oh, Rodial, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So that's her brand. And then she brought out Nip and Fab as like the high street version of Rodial. So it was like yes. the same concept, but less of the ingredients in pure form for a cheap price. And this book is all about the overnight success and how everyone believes that's what she was. But actually she started Rodial like 12 years prior to this overnight mm. success. And no yeah. one realized that because no one was watching her do it. And it's such an easy, good read. And that change, I remember that book changed a lot for me when I read it. I would like, honestly, I'm you're here at my house on Sunday. I'm gonna give you it to go and read. I need to read. What, you, what was your? What was the? What was the thing that you felt um, changed the most for you after you've read that book? What was it? Just the reality. I think for me, if I'm really honest, obviously I started the business when I was like in my mid twenties, and up until that point, I you know I'd had a good job, but it wasn't pressure. I was just living my life finish work on a Friday, go and party every Friday night, Saturday night, like a very fun city living girl, like it was just fun. And then I think I started the business and because it grew so quickly, everyone around me had an opinion and now you don't care, but as a late 20 year old girl, like opinions do sit on your shoulders heavy. Yeah. And everyone who knew you had their opinion and 
you know, lots of people wanted to do well, lots of people wanted to fail. It was just like, it was that kind of, I think, looking back was a huge pressure. And then as we grew and I started to raise capital, that then was another level of pressure. And then as we got to year four and five and the company's growing, but obviously the operation needs tightening up and there is a lot more risk on my shoulders and I've got like, you know, half a million pounds of capital on my back and all of a sudden you're not this 27-year-old girl who wants to party anymore and you feel like this has happened overnight and you've got all this responsibility. People's money to pay their rent for their family relies on me doing my job in the business. Like, And so all of a sudden it just becomes, not that it wasn't fun, but it becomes a lot. And when you're trying to figure it out as well, like I was, and it's not something I talk about a lot because everyone just wants to know the success stories and they want to hear about, you know, how amazing it was. And it, it is, and I'm so grateful for all of it. But it's only now when I look back, I'm like, shit, it was a lot. But I don't think I've realised yeah. at the time. Yeah, I agree and with so, that. And I think it's, re- it's really interesting what you've just shared, though, because you've just said there that ev- what you've just talked about is everything every level you've gone through your business mm-hmm. you're like you know we you know you grew really quick and then you had to have like extension to your comfort zone happen because you're like right I've got to then do this and then I've got to do that and then it goes that and every single up level that you've gone through demands a different resilient version of yourself mm-hmm. so the growth in you with the growth in your business is unbelievably important and I think yeah. it's really it's really important that you highlight that it's important that you've you know you've told people that you don't just grow and then you get your next opportunity your next challenge and then you're fine you've got it it's easy it's like you've it demands a different version of you yeah. you have to leave your comfort zone it's like right this expansion in my business is requiring me to expand as a business person it's a commitment to saying i am absolutely going to have to constantly leave my comfort zone which feels freaking hard it's a not a nice feeling feeling like nice and safe in your comfort zone where everything's steady and smooth and then all of a sudden it's like opportunity comes you have to leave and and that is what you've said that you've just gone through that up level mm. version of you requires the commitment to leave the growth to leave the, the, the pain to leave the comfort this is the, the thing level. i like blurb at you and then you put it in like a real term like it makes sense but i think when you're actually living in that moment and you're going through that you do I didn't think of it that deeply. You just do it. And so I think, mm. and my dad always says to me, like, he's like, your resilience is insane. And I think obviously you get more resilient, like you just said, as you go through more, you become more and more resilient. And so really, if I look back, I know you always have a choice in life. Like I know there's always a choice, but really it was grow a bigger pair of balls, like strap yourself in and just go for it or walk away now. Mm. And they yeah. were my options yeah. really. So it wasn't like at the, at the time, it wasn't okay to sit down saying, do I go through it? Do I grow? It was like, I'm in this now. I'm all in. So I'm like, yeah. And I always had that mindset from the very beginning of like, I'm going to make this happen. Nothing's going to stop yeah. that. And whatever shit comes at me, I'm going to figure it out. So you just do it. And I actually seen it at Scott on Instagram earlier today. And he put a story up and he was like, the one thing I see everyone who has in common, who has, you know, who's got some sort of success it's not the qualification, it's the resilience, it's that self-belief of like, no matter what you're going to do, and it's like, where does that come from? Because yeah. I had it, but I probably shouldn't have. <laughs> but like, I think that, and the resilience is what carried me. But it is, you know. I agree, and I, I, but that's the thing with you, what I do absolutely love about you, is that you are somebody, like you said, 
you know, grow a pair and strap it, we'll go in. Do you know what I mean? But you've always <laughs> had that mentality. You've always yeah. like, it, well, it's on, we're doing it. So many business owners will not have that, that you have that. So what they need to do is have awareness of what they kind of like, you know what, I've just like explained about that or flow the awareness. And when they're aware of that, they then can make a measured step to progress because that you've just got this natural ability to just, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to do it and figure it out. And I love that about you. You're literally like, you are literally it's like, it's not always If me and you ever go to Vegas, I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. She's like, right, we're going all in. It's going to go 23 red. Let's do this, girl. <laughs> You but gonna, now you, you are say that you are and, I, and that's what i love about you but that's what i feel is definitely kind of being part of your success is that ability to just say i'm going to leap and watch Jeanette appear i'm going to say yes and figure mm. it out the business owner that doesn't have that is the business owner that needs to be aware of what happens at every point which is as your business grows your you will be required to grow and leave your comfort zone at every single point it is not the same mm. but that is good that pain of leaving the comfort is the excitement the joy the gratification of getting to your next up level that is your business up leveling that is you up leveling it's like you're going to the next step it's like up we go and as much as like, oh my God, what will happen in your brain? I'm like, don't go, I want it. don't go, girl, stay here. It's cozy, it's warm, it's brilliant. We don't want to go. The water's amazing. The fizz is amazing. The joy is amazing. We don't want to leave this area. You've got to go. You've got to go with how the growth is going in your business. And that growth is part of your success. That's where you'll get that next up level happen. Mm. And so many business owners, what I work with, so obviously with Soul I, I do work with a lot of female leaders and I work with them in this stage the stage where you're throwing it all in 23 red, we're going, we're making it happen, my love, <laughs> is a lot of the female leaders are just like, I'm in this point where I've got to just make a decision here. I've got to take the step up. I've got to make the decision to grow. I've got to take the next level because my business is ready. The business is ready. The brand's ready. The brand's like buzzing and ready. I need to grow. I've got this opportunity. The thing that needs to orchestrate that growth is you. And it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's also sometimes going to hold us back. So it's kind of like, I do believe you have two different types of business owners in life. I think you have somebody like yourself, which is just admirable and amazing and never lose that energy, never lose that spark. It's absolutely served you well, my but, love. But then you've got the other one. Do you think this is to do with, and I was speaking about this on Sunday night, and I think it was Dominique who told me about it. And I know this is going to be sort of your street. The whole like masculine and feminine energy. So I was speaking about this. Totally. Is this? So I was speaking about this on Sunday night. And I was totally. like, Totally. Paul Fabiani's so American. I'm like, totally. I'm not too much, <laughs> but I'm like, totally, girl. <laughs> and then I was like, so I was reading it all off Google, like, the, the different forms. Of, and obviously, this is your thing. Like, you'll know this way better than me. And I very much live in my masculine energy. Like, I'm very much that way inclined. It's all about like yeah. action, you know. I mean, I am just, that is me. And when you read yeah. the feminine energy more, you can see how somebody with that kind of energy would run their businesses very differently. Talk to yes. me about this because you will get it yes. so better than what I could explain. So talk, for anyone who's listening to this and they're thinking, what is she talking about? Explain to them law. Because it's so interesting. So, yeah, do you know what? It really, really is. And there's a lot more conversations around this. And I'm really, really glad of it because... 
what's happened is, is that certainly, let's look back over the past 10, 15 years, the hustle culture, the work while people sleep, you know, vibe, which we talked about on our last pod together. That is basically where you're in your masculine, your masculine energy, your masculine represents action, drive forward, push forward, go, 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 push with force to make something happen. And we all need to be in our masculine energy at some point in our life, may I say. The masculine energy serves us. The masculine moves, masculine goes, the masculine travels. It's the action element of um, of ourselves. We And we all have a masculine and feminine essence. That's what we have. And it also and what about, we've like, learned is that taking risks and very risky, very yes. taking risks, lack of patience. Yeah. Yes, I will admit my patience is shocking. I'm like, this is just describing <laughs> me to a T. <laughs> but the thing is as well with your masculine though, the masculine energy, because it moves and it actually is in action. It's like a progressive, you know, like force, if you will. It goes mm. forward. You think about what you need as a business owner. You've got to be in action. It's all well and good to kind of like have the idea and love the idea and it's beautiful and amazing in your mind but if you're not moving the needle every single day in inspired action moving 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 nothing's going to happen it's like wanting to learn to run a marathon and never ever kind of trying to even take your first you know Mm. 5k you've got to you've got to get in action so that's what your masculine is it's it's the progression of something the action the forthright of something and that's in every element of like kind of its mental state and its physical state it's like moving something and then the thing what i'm noticing a lot of now and i think it's a lot of since this post hustle culture conversation and you know a lot since covid covid's done a lot to us about like mm. calming down resting is this feminine essence and our feminine and you know as women and you know women in business we should have equal amounts of being in our feminine essence which Mm. is basically attract not chase it's to be the woman is to be the power it's to be the knowledge is to be the stillness it's to be the kind of like let's think about what the feminine energy is you know they are literally the powerful like life force makers you know we we create lives we are basically we have the ability to do that and we do that by being in our feminine and feminine is still feminine is calm feminine is inward feminine is spiritual growth it's the it's the it's the quiet essence inside Mm. but if you think about that from like a business perspective that's where your ideas come from when you are still when you are calm when you are leaning in you have those inspired ideas so both are totally necessary i believe in in being a really successful businesswoman I am some I feel that like I have been in my I was more in my masculine prior to COVID um because I've got um not only do I have soul swimming which works with like female leaders I also have bridal businesses and obviously COVID was really disastrous on the wedding industry as you know as we all know and I was really in my like you know masculine prior and then when COVID happened when I weren't able to do you know that side of things and you know I really lent into what soul swimming was and how we can kind of like have that self and spiritual growth to be the best version of ourselves and that reflective state I've lent more into my feminine and now as you know obviously we talk all the time about everything I know that I need a little piece of Bex, let's go on 23 red and make it happen. <laughs> I need more of that in my life. But right equally, now. interesting. But equally, I need more of your mindset and mind. So it is maybe a case of 
like if you're listening to this and you've never had it's kind of maybe a case of like okay well figuring out where you sit and then what maybe you need to work on to bring in a little bit more to give you more of like that rounded kind of picture I guess because I guess yeah. as well like it's they say opposites attract right and obviously we're very yes. good friends like one of my best friends and we're very opposite in a lot of ways obviously but I think like our core values, our morals, the way we see the world, the things that we want in our lives, that's very similar. But yeah. how we go about getting there is very different. And it's very, Agreed. I find it so interesting. I find it so interesting. I do. And I think it's really, it's. I think that's like, hopefully what your, what your listeners will get from this conversation is that you do need a blend of both. Like, mm. I feel grateful to have you in my life. You've helped me up level. And I know that I've helped you up level. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, we, we, we serve each other because we've helped each other see different sides of the coin. And I feel that, like, because you've got this, like, t- difference in, like, a masculine essence and a feminine essence, when you're aware of what, you know, which were your more, like, kind of in at the moment as a business owner can really help you with that uncomfortable mm. leaving of the, com- of the comfort zone of like going right I need to get out I need to I need to be, be more in my feminine and just come up with those you know that kind of calmness and still and those inspired ideas I need to be more of a masculine I need to go make things happen that literally will then set the wheels in motion for you to then go to your next up level I believe it's so true and if you think about it, if we go back yeah. to what we said at the beginning of the conversation when I was like I live very much day-to-day action. I do stuff. I make sure happen. I'm all about that. And then when I go away from that and I go on I go on holiday or I take a break away, I get all my inspire, all my like inspiration comes through and all my like needle moving thoughts come through. So it is like mm-hmm. I get that when I'm not in that busy, busy mindset. Yeah, and it you and you know, I think that you as you know, somebody that's super successful in your brands and your businesses you realize and you see and you value the importance of being in that feminine. Mm. You really, I think you are. I'm like, bitch, like, make I'm me my feminine. <laughs> being my feminine energy girl. When you're like, you know, for you, it's like, I'm having the weekend off grid. I'm literally going on the dog mm. walk and turning my phone off. I'm having my time with you and not looking at my phone. You've learned to put some really beautiful boundaries in place to make sure you are in that essence and you do but get all of that lovely kind of ideas. I also think that people in my life are aware how much I need those boundaries. So like say say you're over on Sunday, we'll go out probably for like a roast and a I got some say roast and a rouge, here we go again on the wine talk. But we'll go out, <laughs> we'll go out for a few bottles. And I know in my subconscious, if I pick up my phone you will be you will hold me accountable for that and I, I know that I, I think it's it's yeah. such a good like I'm so lucky because I've got people around me and it's like maybe if you're listening to thinking oh my god I need that's like tell the people around you like I need to implement these boundaries and it's like second nature to just pick up your phone and check the sales or pick up your phone and check your email it's like just a natural instinctive thing to do so I think when you have people around you who know that it's so important that you do step away from that and like, not that you would be like, bitch, put your phone down, but you would give me that look and I'd be like, I'm down. <laughs> she knows, she knows I'm sneaking. Get the phone down. <laughs> Commit to the moment, girl. But mm. I do feel that like, you know, this is another essence of what we've talked about. We've talked about how as a business owner, you know, your growth will require a different version of yourself. Every element as your business grows, you have to grow with it. And you have to be open to that. 
And that's something that's important. Looking at where you're in more your masculine energy, more in your feminine energy. Again, that's so important as a business owner. And another thing that's really important as a business owner, what you've just alluded to there, is having a really amazing group of people around you. You are a product of the five people you spend the most time with. Some people say six and seven, but five people is what like the general consensus is. And if you think about those people in your life that you have around you and I have around me and, you know, really think about like what that needs to look like for you. How does that serve you? And it's it's really important, especially down to your growth. Your growth is really reflective of that kind of support network that 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 kind of sisterhood network around you as well I think absolutely I think as well like when people hear that and I probably use it to an extent like well there's people in my life who are not you know they're not gonna help me grow but I love them and they're very important to me and it's like you're not saying cut those people out you're saying like be aware that and I think it was Danielle Canty she had a post about this she she said it so well it was like you have different people in your life for different reasons. Like you have different yeah, friends for different part. You have friends to go in. Yeah, you know, I mean, I was gonna say shot tequila with, but most of my friends who also wear my business will also shot tequila with me. But you know what I mean? Like you have different friends. <laughs> and I bloody things. hate tequila, and I'll have tequila with you. You have a masculine energy girl. I'm like, do the tequila. Um, I'm like, let's have a nice soft tequila rose. You're like, no, get the tequila immediately. Tequila rose is just offensive. Um, But yeah, I think it's important to like, you don't have to cut people out. But for me anyway, and I'm very aware that I do this, my Monday to Friday now is like my work time. And I definitely limit my time with people in that period who are not in a similar kind of situation as me or yes. who I can go for a walk. So say Steph, I'll go for a walk with Steph and I'll bounce ideas around. I'll have a moan. I'll run to her because she gets it because she understands the pressures. Like I'll go yeah. and have a drink with Dominique on a first and I ain't taking care because again, she gets it. And I feel like that's important for me to then go into my next working day and be the best I can be. And then obviously you have your friends and your family and people you hang out with who are just your friends and that's great and you love them dearly and I think you just have to be aware of what you need to be able yeah. to be the best you can be day to day and it's like um again you want to know this so better in fact you've probably taught me this but I'm about to tell you <laughs> <laughs> this is like a common theme in our friendship Laura teaches me stuff <laughs> and then like a year down the line I'm really smart and I'm telling her what I've learned she's like yeah I tell you that but I don't mind. I love that you. I love that it. I love that it lands. That's that's everything. That 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 means oh, everything. It's so isn't it? basically the higher and lower self. So like in your brain, mm. you have your higher self and your lower self. Now I feel like I'm at school and you're my teacher, and I'm gonna get this wrong. But I mean, no, you you'll get it right. Like you're very much in that positive, you know, productive. You see the glass half full. You want to get up and do your meditation. You want to do you know, put good food in your body, you want to do all the good things and be in that positive headspace. And then your lower head, your lower self is more like the negative end of the spectrum and everything's a problem and, you know, yada, yada, yada. And so if you're somebody who lives in your higher self, being around that lower self can drag you down. It's harder to get back up. So if you're then going to go, especially as a business owner, as a startup business, like a lot of people listening to this podcast are, they probably work on their own in a room day after day. Or maybe have like yeah. some remote members of staff. That can be really lonely and isolating. So the last thing you want is to pick up the phone to have a chat with your friend who is very much in their lower self 
who's going to drag you down before you even start? I mean, don't get me wrong. If your friend needs yeah. you, they're having a shit day, you be there for your friend. Like, I'm not saying Absolutely. that. Absolutely. But yeah. generally, it's like, you've got, if you're going to go and sit in an office for nine hours a day on your own, trying to build your business, you need to go into the office with the best headspace possible. So pick the people and the conversations you have around you on those days so that you can be the best you can be. Because it's hard. It is isolating. It is lonely. And you just want to don't put any more barriers in the way. I agree. And I think that's a really important thing, you know, when when we talk about like your product of like the five people you spend your time with. Mm. But that is in regards to like, like for example, let's like almost like, you know box that up in like your business like if you know mm. that you want to do x y and z in your business you know that you have certain people in your life that will help you achieve that yeah but yeah it's not saying i think that like it's not saying you know cut people out it's just really kind of gauge and have boundaries in yourself mm. to see what energy you're ready for if you are literally in i need to be in work mode then you need to lean into potentially the people that literally will lift you up but yeah. having that time out, having that space out, having that moment where you're away from work and being in your feminine energy because you're having that time off, that you know that boundary, you know, spending time with other people, every single person in your life will teach you something and help you, mm. you know, bring something to the table because you're choosing to have them in your life, which is amazing. But be mindful about just be more more aware of yourself and more aware of what people make you feel and like yes. you said that higher self and lower self energy is where you've got to constantly be self you know it's it's almost a self soothe it's a self counseling it's a self coaching of going how am I feeling today what is a priority for me today what energy do I need today and then from that make the decision and, and having these selfish. conversations it's not selfish it's actually the most kindest thing you can do to yourself by having these conversations. And if, you know, let's be honest, we all have absolutely shit days. We have days yeah. where we don't feel our best. We have really hard days and trying to kind of, you know, deal with a conversation with somebody where you are not feeling your best and they need your support, you're actually doing them a bit of a disservice because you're not at your best self. You're not firing on all cylinders. So you have to constantly be very much aware of how you're feeling. And mm. this is what I talk about a lot with soul swimming of like teaching women, you know, because obviously I work with women and, you know, female leaders. It's like, how do you start to have better conversations with yourself to then gauge about what you then need externally. Like, so it's like, how am I feeling? What do I need? What energy do I want to be in? What energy am I currently in? We have to ask ourselves those questions because we've got all of those answers. And then mm. when we know those answers, then we can make a game plan about how we want that day to go. How do we, what do we need to do to recharge, to reset? If we're full of energy and full of beans and all like systems go and let, let's go and have a disco, life is joy. I think that you are in the best self then to help everybody. You're, you're going to be yeah. there, you're going to support them, you're going to be that best, like, bouncy tigger self to help everybody. But if you're not there, then you have to really kind of, like, sometimes go within and recharge. And it's those kind of internal questions and questions to self that literally are powerful. And I, I, that's what my hope is, that people, that I can help as many people ask those questions and feel confident enough and, empowered enough to ask those questions to feel better because that's where it starts if it's meant to be it starts with me all the answers are always within and and that's that that's a better place to come at it from rather than i'm feeling crap 
I'm feeling crap. That's not the narrative. I'm feeling crap is, is you know, it's, yeah, it's those questions. It's that narrative of like saying, okay, I'm feeling crap. But then a better, rather than saying, I'm feeling crap, full stop. Better question is like, I'm feeling crap. Okay, what do I need? Yeah. How do I want to feel better? What do, and we have all the answers. The answers are always within. But that is where we've got to start. Got to start with those conversations to self. And then we know the people that make us feel better. We know the people that help us feel uplifted. And leaning into that support network is really important, I believe, when you've got your own business. One million percent. Massively. And I was over mm. in Birmingham on that note last week. And years ago, and I'm going to get on the podcast one day. You've actually not met Emma, but you're going to meet her at my Thanksgiving. I know. Um, so Emma is... Oh, she's incredible. She's an amazing, amazing, amazing woman. And I met her many years ago. We were both asked to speak at the Chambers of Commerce in Manchester. And um, long story short, we we became really good friends at the back of that and have been really close ever since. And Emma's a bit older than me. She's a bit further ahead in her career than me. So she's got a lot more contacts and she always invites me to these things. And every year she does, she's on the board of directors for Woman of the Year in Birmingham. So every October I go to Birmingham and it's always been our tradition, like Thursday night, me and her do dinner and catch ups. And then Friday we're with everybody at the table. And then Friday night just kind of turns into like a really boozy, just everyone just, I can't even say apply, like everyone just gets smashed and it's just a great night. And then Saturday is like, everyone just kind of catches up and everybody there is in business. And I went again this year, I think it was my fifth or sixth year from going up there for it. And honestly, and I did not know how to explain it. Everybody who was there with us, most I knew or have met before, they're all doing really well and are very successful. But the most normal people you could ever meet. Like, no pretense, no, like, no shit's given, just so normal and genuine and way ahead of me in terms of career and success levels, like, way ahead of me. But just so genuine. And I think when you can go and be around people who are so normal, but so successful and so wise, and you can learn from one another, it's just the best thing. You are leaving those kind of like situations feeling inspired. So that, even that is positive. Because what's that, what that does is move the needle. You're like, oh my God, I'm so inspired by these people. I know that's available to me. The only thing we need as human beings is evidence to prove that it's been done anywhere else. And like you're around the table with people that you feel that are more advanced in their careers or the more kind of like, you know, towards the goals or whatever it is, you're going to think, I right, okay, they've done it. And I get on so well with them and we connect and we're so similar and we get on. That's available to me. That's all the brain yeah. needs. The brain just needs evidence to prove that. Um, yeah. And the, the, let's 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 kind of keep it on the quote vibe and the quote scene. Um, you love a quote. quote saying, <laughs> I love a quote. This quote that says like the the fact that you've had the vision of it shows that it it is available. And I'm like, oh my god, that's yes. powerful. Because if you've like, had if a you vision can... of it, see it in your mind. You can hold, hold it in your hands. Hand. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you've got to think that everything in our, you know our lives. Oh my god, we can't go on a tangent that because that will be like what you just talked about the woman of year award, and I was just going to go into a conversation about Albert Einstein. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to save that for the next pod. This but is where it's like it's, someone it's, needs to be sat here with the running order, like girls, get your shit back on track. It's the rabbit hole, the rabbit hole of joy. But I do think that's the thing. It's like you know, again, you know, one of the most important things I feel for success, especially for like female leaders, is 
being in the room with the people that's done it and being around those people that you the connect the, the network the people around you will are such an important part of your success it really really is it's important that you, that you recognize that and, and it, you know not just for contacts like for for knowledge for learning yeah for understanding the what you've gone through or what you're going through is completely normal that you're not crazy that everyone has these ups and downs in their businesses and yeah, I just, I think it's so important. You know what, actually, there's been like four messages this week on my Instagram people saying to me, how can I meet other entrepreneurs? And I should send them to you because I am not a networker. You know this, I don't, I hate networking. Honestly, if you ever met me at a networking event, then I would have said to you, I work in marketing. <laughs> <laughs> because I just hate it. She and hates it. She absolutely hates it. And I love it. I'm like, yay, I love to network. Hi. Oh, she <laughs> loves. Like no, that's what you do. And I just say, I work in marketing. I just, I just can't but that's I say to people I'm not a networker but I know that's how a lot of people meet people is like through networking or through events so you've got an event coming up haven't you that has actually gone into a really good plug but I was not aiming to plug that but you've got two events coming up right <laughs> but yeah but that's the thing though isn't it it's like you know hold, having being in a room with people that have done it and being in a room where you can talk to other people it's like you know as human beings we one of the part of you know one of the important things about being human is the ability to connect we need mm. to connect and i think as a business person being able to talk to somebody and say how have you done it and i'd love to learn your story even if it's a conversation of like a few minutes and just feeling inspired off that conversation you're going to mm. leave with literally like movement there's going to be something in you that's gone oh my god that's inspired me. I'm going to move the needle. If they can do it, so can I. Yeah. So that is absolutely key. And having these events, like I'm really passionate about these events. I like putting these events together and, you know, having people feel connected so to other people. And where can the listeners find you for your events? You've got, well, you've got two, you've got one remotely, haven't you? And then you've got one in person. Yeah. So we've, so, so obviously soul swimming, soul swimming is basically, you know, where you can find the soul swimming space at soul swimming space on, on, on Instagram. Um, and you know, that's, that is basically something that, you know, I, I believe that the best kind of connections, the best way that you can like learn and feel your best and grow is through authentic connections with other people. And, you know, I've got, um, you know, something that's starting um, in a couple of weeks time. That's all about like four weeks to focus on feel good and connection and growth. And I've got some incredible people that's going to be in that group. But that's like an online thing. Like even my advice is to people like get online, be in online networking groups, be in different like groups, be in different like obviously, you know, so many of your listeners, they're like signed up to your email list and, you know, they're following you for, you know, your support, not just obviously what you can offer them, like, you know, when you're doing like the mentoring side, but equally, you know, the core side of things, it's like, you know, it's the connection, it's the learning from people that have done it, that's literally going to get you to that up level. You yeah. know, when I believe that when we rise, when a woman rise, we all rise together when you've got an amazing network. And that is important. It's so important to be connected to other people because it's going to give you the inspiration to level up and move yourself forward. It's, it is so important. Um, I think we just should all come together and just, you know, be together and just do like a big sisterhood circle. Maybe next year we like, like a big brunch somewhere, just like a big I think we so brunch. should do that. Let us know in the podcast comments if you'd love that, by the way, because we'd love to do that for you all. Um, Preferably in Dubai. Be in the room. 
Yeah, let's do it in Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> but being in the room with that, you know, that energy, it, it is key. And there's so many, there's so many people that's in your, you know, position that potentially like a lot of your listeners are. You've said that a lot of people are starting out on the journey, they're on their own. Yeah. You know, a journey, a journey worked on your own is, is a hard journey, you know, lean into support lean into asking for help, lean into self, lean into the connections that you've got around you is so important. And it really yeah. helps up level your success with that. It really does. I think so too. So on that note, we're going to wrap it. Your journey is your journey. And as Beck said, you know, go at the pace that you are comfortable with and yeah. trust your path, trust your process, trust your path. That's I guess if you're more part, in the mindset where I am very much about like being super like, active and things, one thing I always say on the back of what Laura said there is like, if you're building your business and opportunity comes today, if it's not the right time, you can say no. And if they want you now, they're going to want you in 12 months. And I think that's something that took me a long time to learn. Like I had the motto and it's still in our office now, say yes and make it happen. But actually sometimes saying no is the right thing to do. It just put me nine years to learn that. But I will share it with you now. You didn't have to wait nine years to figure that one out. But it's true. Do it and in your own all, time. Do it in your own time. And there's only you that knows, like, if, you know, saying yes. Like, I would say, you know, I, I'd be in agreement with you of, like, you know, saying yes to things when they first come up and you're starting out. You're going to do it. You're going to be a kid when you go. But the more you really, like, start to learn exactly what pace you want to be at and where you're at, you will start saying no. And yeah. no is a boundary. No is a real powerful boundary that everybody should have access to and be able to. Laura, <laughs> until next time, my darling, I will see you on Sunday. And I hope if you're listening to the podcast, you have really enjoyed it. And let us know. Drop us a DM. Bye. Bye. Cheers. And that's a wrap from today's episode of the Rebecca McCann Show. Remember, success is built on authenticity and action. So go out there, do the work, be consistent and make it happen. And if you found value in today's episode, please don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an unfiltered conversation. If you have questions, thoughts, or you'd just like to connect, then please do reach out to me on Instagram at RebeccaMcCann underscore. I would love to hear from you. If you could spare a moment to rate the podcast and spread the word on your socials, be sure to tag me. Your support means the world and I'm truly grateful for every single bit. Until next time, please remember, you are wildly capable.